Do you know somebody who won't wear their seatbelt? That alarm starts dinging, but they just ignore it? Well, next time, add some of your own dinging. Start going ding, 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 and don't stop. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, keep going till they click that seatbelt. Because if saving their life won't make them buckle up, maybe that annoying dinging will. Learn more at buckleupva.com. Buckle up. Every trip, every time. A message from the Virginia DMV. Ding, 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 ding. Am I getting on your nerves yet? Well, that's the point behind the seatbelt alarm in your car. And if you know somebody who won't listen to it, well, feel free to be annoying and remind them to buckle up. You could save their life. To find out more, go to buckleupva.com. Buckle up. Every trip, every time. A message from the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles. Hey, people, welcome back. This is your boy, The Real Charlemagne. Welcome back to Brick City, where we're building a strong, rich, intelligent culture, keeping it simple. Hey, don't forget to follow me on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, you know, I, boom, what is it, the iTunes podcast, all that good stuff. I'm not an Apple fan, but, you know, don't hate me for that. But um, <laughs> but um, today, you know, we got a special guest, young lady from my area in North Carolina, east of North Carolina. She's um, out here to try to protect these ladies and get them a little knowledge of self-defense on a different level. Um, today, Miss Latoya from Sassy Shooter is going to be on Brick City. She's going to be sharing her knowledge. And it just so happened, it's Women's History Month. So she's, she's making history, you know, and, and doing some big things with what she has going on. All right, Latoya, how you doing over there? I am very well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So yeah, born and raised Eastern North Carolina. Um, All my life been in Eastern North Carolina. Now I'm actually in Raleigh, North Carolina, Roseville. So um, I moved out, went to college in Durham at North Carolina Central University, um, graduated with a degree in criminal justice and decided I was not returning back to Greenville. Um, But it kind of led into where I am now, but I, I love my hometown. Don't get me wrong, but I had to had to make some uh, big girl moves and just kind of move away just for a little while. But it's still home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, there's nothing wrong with that, man. I, mean, I tell I tell my kids that I was like, I said, you know, it's a it's a large world out there. Go experience it, even if you come yeah. back to where yeah. you started. At least you experience yeah. something. You, you did. know, I so. went back. Yeah, yeah look, you're not you're not too far from home, so you're look, not you're, you're not no. too far, but that's no. cool. So, um, so what do you do up there in, in the Raleigh Roseville area? Yeah, so currently now um, I'm an academic advisor at Wake Technical Community College, um, but I'm also an adjunct professor at Shaw University um, in Vance Granville. So I'm still in higher education, um, working with students on a community college and a university level um, for academic advising, but. I'm also the founder of the great Sassy Shooters right here uh, in Raleigh, North Carolina, too. Boom, Sassy Shooters. So it's an acronym. I just I just learned that actually today. So tell us a little about your acronym and how you came up with the acronym. Sure. So Sassy is Sisters Aiming for Safety and Security Initiatives. And that's literally what we do. Like we're trying to learn um, to teach and protect 
um, our mission stands and our goals are the same. And we just really want to show women how to protect themselves. Um, Sassy Shooters was so far from my mind, not just too long ago, but with certain circumstances that occurred, uh, COVID for one, um, mm -hmm. was not 100% sure like what work would be like, you know, right. on a university level, especially at a private college um, where I was a full-time professor, um, you didn't know what was going to happen because the students stopped coming. Um, so the checks. <laughs> right, um, right. So I had to come up with the plan B and my plan B was let's do something that I like, something that I love and turn it into a career. And that's what I did with Sassy Shooters. So I got all the trainings and um, now I'm out teaching other ladies everything that I learned uh, right. while we were down for COVID, if that makes sense. So. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so, you know, I know people seeing seeing you on YouTube, um, they'd be like, this young lady, she's carrying a gun, <laughs> you know? I get that <laughs> and then a they lot. Your voice, you're a mild-mannered individual. Um, yes. and, and like I was telling you, I, I met your father some years ago, and he's mm -hmm. a cool guy. And um, yes. you was telling me a backstory about how you got into weapons. So yeah. how, how did you get yeah. into weapons? So my dad is as military as they come. Um, <laughs> and I think because I am the baby, I just have two older siblings who are boys. Mm -hmm. um, my dad just kind of made me to be the boy too, I guess. <laughs> um, right. But he started early. He started training me really, really early on just the basic stuff about handguns, pistols, and shotguns. I mean, literally... We live in the country, so we can go out in the backyard and shoot cans and bottles right. and all that kind of stuff. And that was my dad's goal, to make sure that I could take care of myself and that no one else would be responsible for taking care of my safety. Gotcha. Um, so he started very early. I remember being in middle school, going out in the backyard and learning with a BB gun first. Right. Um, and then going from a BB gun to a shotgun and learning how to shoot my dad's shotgun and uh -huh. shooting at random stuff in the backyard. Um, now, I don't think the way my dad was teaching me may have been all correct, but <laughs> he definitely gave me what I needed to right. just start the idea. So handguns have been in my hands for a while, rifles and things like that. They've been in my presence for a while. It was nothing new. Um, but my dad was definitely the motivation and the push um, when it came to me thinking about what was I going to do with my love for firearms. And I get it all the time. Right, right, right. People are like, you're such a girly girl. Why do you? <laughs> right, right, right. Are you a girly girl shooting guns? But <laughs> um, that's kind of where my dad kind of brought me up. And it was one of those things that he thought was really important. Um, so that's kind of our little tradition. Me and my dad and my brothers are range people. So when I come home, instead of sitting around the house and hanging out, we go to the gun range. Right. Wow. So, um, you know, pushing forward, you know, I know you said you mentioned, you know, you wanted to do something that you enjoy plus help other individuals so when did yeah. you actually say i'm going to start this and, and and you know and develop the platform and develop the the you know everything to get this going in the right direction when did you do that yeah. so 2019 was kind of the push okay. um i've been going to the range for a while anyway and kind of developed a relationship with the people at the range um, my fascination with different firearms, I started to study them more often. Um, so right at the end of 2019, I was like, I'm just going to try it and see what happens. And literally, I held a Zoom call and I invited all of these ladies out to hear me talk about what I was trying to do and what my goal was going to be. 
And I ended up with probably 75 ladies on a phone call. And we were wow. all talking about, yes. And we were talking about firearms and safety. And I got some people on my team from Eastern North Carolina um, who were female. Um, one is a sheriff in Pitt County. Mm-hmm. And the other one was a Winterville police officer at the time. Um, I got them on my team and I said, give me the statistics for your area and tell me what women are struggling with and tell me about all of the domestic violence calls against women and tell me all of the dangers and the robberies that are associated with women. And they gave me all of that information and I shared it with those ladies on that platform. And when it was over, I anticipated that I would get, you know, maybe five, 10 ladies Mm -hmm. to join my initiative. Um, And I did, I ended up with flat 10 ladies that bought into the initiative and then it started to kind of roll out. And I went from 10 ladies um, to now currently almost 65 ladies participating in our minority female gun club. Wow. That is awesome. It feels big. You know how you, you kind of, it's, it's a big deal. And, I started out very, very scared. And my dad will tell you, I was horrified of the idea of even picking up a pistol because I knew the dangers that were associated with it. But I teach ladies now who are terrified. And by the end of it, they're asking me, you mind if I shoot your AR-15? And I'm like, um, they're buying big stuff now. And uh, I was picking one of the members the other day because she went out and bought a Draco. And I was like, "What what is going on? Somebody who had never, ever shot before. Um, I have kind of willed them into this thing. And it's not only about firearms and pistols. We do a lot of other stuff too. Um, We do community service initiatives. Uh, Our last community service event, we fed the homeless um, with Oak City Cares in Raleigh. So the ladies are adamant about giving back and learning how to protect themselves. So we do a little bit of both. Okay. That's, that's, that's awesome. I mean, because like you said, it's like, you know, you, you don't want them to go out there and go Rambo on people but at the same time, right. you, you know, you want them to be comfortable right. themselves if, if they have to engage. That's right. You know, if they have to use their firearm. I just firearm. want them to know so what they're doing. So yeah. that's 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 a double plus. And, and it is. Pass it off is. to you, you know, for creating that, that space for them to be comfortable. Yeah. And, and typically a male-dominated area. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because typically, Definitely. you know. Males are usually the ones that just shooting the firearms. So sometimes I know women get intimidated going into spaces where males are. So I'm glad you created a space for individuals like, you know. Not only women, but myself. So yeah, I was very intimidated. Definitely, you know what I'm saying? So I I definitely want them to be well aware of their surroundings. Plus, if something happened, Know what you're hey, doing. Know how to handle themselves. <laughs> That's right. Know how and, and handle it accordingly. Exactly. Um, exactly. I tell the ladies oh. all the time, it's between you and them. Yeah. You know, and if something is gonna happen, I want it to be you. I don't want it to be them taking you out. I want it to be you. And sometimes people are underestimating the value of training. You know, they right. think just because they know what a firearm is and they shot one before, um, that they don't have to keep training. But I train and then I come back and I teach the ladies everything that I trained with. So they're constantly yeah. getting training for me as long as I keep, you know, getting training myself. Mm-hmm. So it's nothing that the ladies are missing out on that I may know that I don't share with them. So that was that was really important for me to make sure that everything I got, they also got. Got you. Now, um, you know, you say you do community service and, and things. And um, so uh, I know you ladies took a trip a while back. Um, yeah. got a lot of, a lot of feedback from that trip. 
you know, yeah. I know we we said it was some good, some bad, but you know, we're not gonna yeah. talk about bad right now. But uh, <laughs> you know, I know it you, happens, uh, right? <laughs> went viral with one of the yes. pictures. So you can, yes. can you describe that picture to the audience? Yeah, the picture was absolutely fire, for lack of better words. Um, everything that went into that day. Oh, it was a lot that went into that photo shoot. Now, ladies know from the background, it didn't look like what it what it was supposed to be, but it turned out to be perfect for me. Um, the ladies were basically, we were all dressed in black and every lady had some type of firearm, some type of um, pistol. There were handguns, there were rifles, there were <laughs> shotguns, they were everywhere. And there were things that people didn't think we should own. Right. Um but we did, and they belonged to the ladies who came and took pictures with us. Now, we also did a um, another meet and greet with some other ladies from South Florida, um, okay. and they have a gun club there um, near Miami um, called uh, Girls with Guns, and okay. they were also participating with us at the time, but that photo went viral really, really quickly. Yeah. Um, I saw it on a lot of different platforms on social media. Yeah. Um, it went it went fast. I honestly was not expecting that to occur. And, um, and honestly, that's how I saw it. I saw it on my um, social media platform. And then I was like, mm-hmm. hey, I know. That's I know me. Her, her. I was like, wow, what's what's this about? And then, yes. uh, you know, like I said, you know, you, you read some of the, the article. So what was the yeah. what was the most negative thing that you got, you know, okay. um, that you got um, from that picture? So I think the most negative thing was probably men uh, insinuating um, that we were single and aggressive. Um, There were a lot of comments from men saying, why do y'all need to do this? Y'all must don't have husbands. And, you know, and I'm like, well, that's not the case. That's not true. But um, what's wrong with us wanting, wanting to protect ourselves you know, men are not with us 24 hours a day. Um, We don't have a bodyguard and somebody there to protect us all the time. Um, So that was probably the most negative set of um, responses to the picture with just men not understanding why we wanted to be a part of the two-way community and carry, you know, firearms. And why did we even take that picture? Was it really necessary? And we got a lot of criticism about how some of the ladies were holding the guns and, Mm -hmm. It was just a lot of stuff, and it wasn't anything wrong with the picture. Right. Um, no, no, not at all. No, it, the it ladies was, looked amazing. The, yeah, the, it was very empowering. You know, it was very empowering, but everybody yeah. doesn't handle that the same way. So we kind of had to sit back and realize, you know, <laughs> if there were no comments, then there would have been a problem. So we'll exactly. take all the comments. Yeah, we'll yeah. take them all. Absolutely. And, and that's the thing with anything that you do, you're gonna have to take the good with the bad. You know, it's Absolutely. it's always instances where you know you're gonna. You're going to enlighten some people, and then some people feel like they're already enlightened, and you're 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 pulling a dub on their light. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, right. you're right. you're so right. sometimes you're that's right. the that's the main problem. You know, people just yeah. they want to be a part of stuff, and they don't know how to be a part of stuff. So then they want yeah. to downplay Criticize. what you're doing. You know, so yeah, they do. Hey, we keep, get a lot of hey, that. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. We do. So <laughs> so um, tell um, I just want to. And then we're going to continue the interview, but I want you to sure. tell people how to reach you and where they could go sure. visit your website and see some of sure. your things that you guys are actually doing. And Absolutely. you actually have something coming up within with the next week or two, right? Yes. So we have a, um, and I try to do it at least twice a month, um, but we do concealed carry classes and I teach them myself. So all the classes are taught by me. 
um, but we're doing a uh, concealed carry and it's for men and women. I get a lot of questions because this is a female organization. Um, I get a lot of questions about are males invited to take these classes and males are definitely invited to take these classes with me. Um, we don't have a preference um, for anybody that wants to come out and learn. Um, so that's an event that's going to be coming up. Um, we also, every third weekend of the month, um, our ladies do an event or participate in an event that we open up to other people who would like to participate with us. Um, okay. We've done Charlotte events. The ladies were in Charlotte in last September, um, and we did some other type of defensive techniques um, and strategies. Um, but we do, I teach concealed carry. Uh, I teach basic handgun. I get a lot of people to ask me, you know, how do I prepare for a concealed carry class? I do individual training for anybody. It doesn't have to be male or female, doesn't matter. Um, but all of the classes that I teach are open to the public. Okay. Um, but we okay. definitely have, I try to do them at least twice a month. So we'll keep it at twice a month. Um, but I pop around to cities too. So it's not just Raleigh. Um, I teach in a lot of different places, Virginia, um, Florida, Georgia, wherever. Um, I teach classes in all those places. And if ladies want to get involved or ladies want to reach out to me, you can tag me on my social media. Uh, we're on Instagram as um, sassy.shooters.nc and that's sassy with an I, sassy.shooters.nc. Uh, our website is sassyshootersnc.com. You can also follow us on Facebook um, and it's Sisters Aiming for Safety and Security Initiatives. You can just type in sassy. Um, female gun club and we'll pop up there as well so we have a lot of different platforms that we are working from um, but if you're ever interested and just want to see what we're about um, we have a commercial on our website that shows exactly what we do and there's some training techniques and things like that that we um, put on our website for other people to see what we do when we're out cool that's awesome yeah. do you have like a mailing list or, or newsletter you put out so if you go to the website, um, stassyshootersnc.com, there is a subscribe button and you can subscribe to our page. And then we send out uh, information on a monthly basis about any activities that we have going on or any information that you want from us. And that's another way for people to kind of message me um, for any questions that they might have about any uh, different types of events that we have going on. Cool. So yeah. quick question. What's the youngest female to attend one of your uh, events? Yeah, um, I had, um, we did an event in Caliber, at Calibers in Greensboro. And the lady that I trained, the little lady that I trained was only 12 years old. Wow. Um, so I have them at 12. And then I have a member who's all the way up in her 80s. So Get out of here. Yes. And oh, she's man. nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I also train teenagers too. One of the things I tell parents is if you're going to allow your child to be trained, of course, you have to be present if they're a minor. Right. Um, but I really focus on those who are not video gamers. Uh, and oh, I'll tell okay. you why, um, especially if they're playing some of the more aggressive video games. Um, okay. I just think that's where they are. They're in the video game mode. Um, right. So I don't like to train them completely unless the parent has given me consent that, you know, they're not on video games 24 seven and it's okay to train my child. Um, yeah. I just want to make sure that we're training them uh, appropriately, but giving them the knowledge they need to defend themselves and not what we're thinking about video games. I mean, and I trained my son, I started training my son when he was six years old okay. uh, with shooting firearms as well, just so he lives in a house with a lot of firearms right. um, and I need my son to know and kind of kill the curiosity. And that's why mm -hmm. I tell parents too, 
you know, if you have a young child and you have firearms in your home, it's very important for you to try to kill the curiosity so your children are not wondering what you're hiding from them in the top of the closet. Right, right, right. Yeah. That, that's cool. And uh, I'm glad you do take that extra step and say, hey, you know, um, if they're on the video game space, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. you know, how 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 do they how do you monitor them and that's right. how are they in that in that world? Because like I said, you don't want it to translate to something. <laughs> you know more. Oh, my um, name on that one. <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> uh, and uh, like I said, I'm not. I'm not going to go go there. You know, um, today. That, like, that's a whole other show. <laughs> it is. You're absolutely right. It is, but that's it a is whole important. Show, but like it's you very said, important think, though to make sure they understand. Yeah, and I, I think you know that was the you know I'm, I'm military. You know, I, I was laughing. You talking about your father, and that was yeah. the first thing you know they they taught us when they gave us the M16, it was like, they showed us the, the safety of it mm-hmm. and they showed it what type of harm it could do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like, you know, is 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 it's nothing that could hurt you if trained and used properly. Now exactly. it's used for defense of yourself and others, but right. it's not gonna hurt you if, you if you use it properly. And I think that's, right. that's, that's very that's right. important. That's right. People so, kill um, people. So Guns don't kill people. With your event that's coming up, the um, concealed weapons class. Yes. Now, um, for individual that's that's coming to your class, what what things, especially for the state of North Carolina, yeah. you know, what would you need to have to attend your class? Right. You know, for North. So Carolina? you have to be absolutely. So for North Carolina, you have to be at least twenty-one years old. Um, we talk a lot in the class about North Carolina laws that would keep you from being able to obtain a concealed carry permit. Um, I would check and I would actually tell people to go directly to um, the de- your criminal justice department or department of uh, justice mm-hmm. for any information that you might have about charges that you have obtained. Um, because you know, as a felon, you cannot possess a firearm. Right. Um, so you have to be mindful of any charges that you have and things that would keep you. But in the concealed carry class, we go through all of the North Carolina state laws about who can and who cannot carry. But the biggest thing right now is being 21 years of age and not a felon. Um, And that's what I focus on. But in the classroom, I do not ask your personal charges or anything of that nature. Um, So I tell people to go to the Department of Justice website before you take a concealed carry class and find out if there's anything that would keep you from being able to obtain a concealed carry permit. But 21 years of age is what I'm looking for, as well as being a U.S. citizen and can prove that you are a U.S. citizen. Got you. So um, I'm going to flip it. I'm going to flip it a little bit for sure. the people that not, might not understand sure. concealed and carry. So North Carolina is an open carry state, correct? Yes. Yes. So, you know, some people are like, well, why do I need concealed and carry license if we are open carry state? What 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 is your rebuttal to that statement? Yeah. First and foremost, it's the negative connotation that open carry comes along with. Um, the first thing I think about when I see somebody open carry is I slide them my personal card. For one, um, and let's just be honest, African-Americans, we get a negative look when it comes to firearms and pistols. Um, other, other communities don't go through that because they already have previous experience with hunting and recreation. And Mm -hmm. a lot of African-American people don't have that. Um, but first and foremost is the negative connotation that comes with open carry in North Carolina. I mean, it's okay to do it and it's, it's not against the law, um, but it just gives a vibe. Even myself, like even when I go to the grocery store after, after a training class and I'm carrying, you know, open carrying, 
I get so many eyes and I don't know if it's because I'm a woman or what, but I just feel like it's because I have that gun on my hip and people know that I could potentially cause harm to them or danger to them. Um, So I tell people all the time, you know, it doesn't need to be seen. It's not something that you have to proudly just carry around and you'd be proud about it that you can carry it, but it's not something that everybody has to know you have. And that's why I like the conceal option more so than the just open carry option. But North Carolina is reciprocity to just about every other state um, in the U.S. where you can come from anywhere and open carry in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really have a lot of rules for open carry. Yeah, um, I, you know, a lot of people, you know, they they don't understand that, you know, they and then, you know, the uh, and then the gun, pers- gun permit thing, you know, yeah. Like that's for purchase, you know, it's that's like purchase only. That yeah, and, um, you know, people just feel yeah. like, well, in order for me to have a gun, I, I need a government. And it, it, you know, it's like, no, no, not in North Carolina. But like you said, no. but we're uh, unfortunately, you know, just speaking to our brown brothers and sisters, you know, yes. sometimes we're not educated and we have these uh look, we in the military, we call them shit house lawyers, you know, <laughs> where they where they basically know everything, but don't know anything. They just, yeah. you know, they just going by hearsay, but they don't understand the law. That's and, right. Um, and yeah, so I'm glad there's people out here, out here like yourself, educate individuals to learn and, and, and be more aware of what yeah. they're facing when they do carry a weapon. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, Absolutely. I, 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 I hear that a lot, you know, like, why, yeah. why do I need to, you know, if I could open carry and, and like you said, you know, I, I'm like this. I'm like, if, if I'm, if I'm facing you, if you know what I got, you know how to attack me. You know how to attack You know me. how to come at me. But yeah. if you don't know what I have. <laughs> you don't know what I got, right? You, you don't know how I can hurt day. you. <laughs> it is a very long, a very long day. And in my book is a very long life. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's one of the things that I tell people too. If you think about it, you know, in North Carolina, in order to carry conceal, you have to go through that class. Right. So right. what is that telling to people who are concealed carry? It's saying that you have been formally you've been trained. trained. You've been trained. And everybody who open carries does not have to be trained. You don't know if they can shoot or not, you know. So I, I look at it as a training way. It, it puts you above the regular citizen if you have the concealed carry because you're trained in an area. You have a, you know, a competency in an area and you're not just out here carrying a firearm. I remember going to a restaurant and there was a gentleman in the restaurant and he was open carrying. No problem. Mm -hmm. The problem I had was he also had a baby on his hip on the same side as the gun. Now, sir, someone is coming to attack you. What, you're going to drop the baby? That's lack of training and lack of knowledge. You know, did not know. And of course I didn't say anything to him. Right, I right, right. Did my business card over there. <laughs> but yes. um that's that shows me a lack of training. And a lot of times when I see people open carrying, it just shows me that you're not properly trained. It kind of mm-hmm. gives me a notion that you're not properly trained. Because most people who want to carry concealed have went through this class and they are carrying concealed. Um yeah. but it just looks like lack of training when you open carry. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. I, I appreciate your knowledge and, and sharing that with you know individuals out here. Sure. Um, because like, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, we go, what cousin Johnny say, what sister, yeah. sister Lou say, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, we, and, yes, and then we end up getting a jam and then we like, uh, 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 well, so, so, nah, they don't want to hear that in the court alone. I don't want to hear that in the courthouse. So. You, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But just yeah, knowledge so, and knowing. Yeah, just know. Cool. 
And uh, what other type of, I know you said, you mentioned, you know, you was in the education realm. Um, mm-hmm. What other type of businesses did you have? Sure. So I used to own um, Bougie Pop Popcorn Boutique. Now I went from popcorn to guns real quick. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was my first baby and my first business. And I still reach back out to it and help other people as far as like consulting other um, popcorn companies in the area and helping them to kind of get their start and their businesses up. Um, okay. But one of the things that kind of triggered that for me was when COVID came around, um, they were closing businesses down and people were not coming out. And it just made sense, you know, to just kind of temporarily let it go. And that's what yeah. I say. I just temporarily just kind of let it go for just a second. Um, and we plan we plan to go back into it uh, once we're over this whole, I don't know if we'll ever be over COVID, but and once right. we're in a safer place. <laughs> What's the numbers once we're about? in a safer place. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, but it was one of those decisions that I had to make. And it was like, do you spend your life savings on keeping this open or do you close it because nobody's coming right now? And that's right. what was happening. Nobody was coming. Um, yeah. It was just a smart business decision, um, but it led into guns. So I accepted it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So how, how was, uh, I know you said you had a son, husband, you have any other kids? No, it's just us. Uh, I just have an eight-year-old. He's enough. <laughs> He's enough. Yeah. I'm sure. I just have so, an eight-year-old. So how how does he feel in your husband? You know, um, when the boys come over, do they do they be like, yo, man, I gotta watch what I say around your wife because she might be <laughs> <laughs> do they <laughs> no. No, how do they react no. more that you so skilled? No. Yeah. And, and and look, when y'all was dating, did you tell him that you could could hurt him real quick if he mess up. No, is that no, how you? No. That's how you I relied on my dad to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I said my dad would take care of that for me, so I didn't have to say anything. Um, no, I said no. My dad is gonna do that for me. I ain't got to yeah, shoot yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, when the boys come around, they are question. They have questions. Okay. Um, they ask. A lot of them have already taken either classes with me or mm-hmm. asked me questions about what they should and should not purchase. Now I don't charge them my consultation fee because they're in my house. But yeah. um, a lot of the times they will ask me, you know, sis, what you got? You know, what can I get? And mm-hmm. we just, you know, kind of share stories about things they may want to purchase. And then they want me to go and get my stuff so they can see, like, what is this for? And But no, they are not intimidated by me because they know me as a person, I think. That's um, cool. That's cool. But, I'm glad you know, it's working out. You know, because yep. like you said, some of the guys might be like, man, come to see her, man. She might. Crazy, right? <laughs> crazy. Yeah, she might be a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And um, one more time, go ahead and um, give me sure. a website and how people can reach you. And, um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm founded. Event and, um, yeah, yeah. We're located right here in Raleigh, but we have chapters in Greenville, North Carolina. So we have an Eastern North Carolina chapter um, for East people. We have the RDU chapter, which is pretty much Raleigh-Durham, the Triangle area. Uh, we just recently started our Triad chapter, and right now we have Reedsville members, um, okay. and we are formulating our Charlotte chapter. So we're going to merge um, Union County and Mecklenburg, Mecklenburg counties together. Okay. But you can follow us on social media, Instagram. We're at sassy with an I dot shooters dot NC. Um, our web mail web address is sassyshootersnc.com. And you can also use the same thing to follow us on Facebook, um, Sisters Aiming for Safety and Security Initiatives, or you can just do Sassy Shooters uh, Female Gun Club. And we're right here in Raleigh. We are so open to having so many more ladies come out and join us. 
like I said, we have our event um, or we have our next class on the 13th, which is going to be held here in Raleigh. If you want a class and you want to host the class, I will come to you and help you host your class. Um, we ask that you have between eight and 10 people um, and a location and everything else I can figure out for you. Um, we also, like I said, third uh, weekend of every month, we have our Sassy event. You are more than welcome to come out to our events. We will post them on social media or you can email me at sassyshooters at gmail.com and I can send you information about any event that we have. But everybody is open to come out. I know it says um, female, minority female gun club. And that's what it is. The rostered members are minority females, mm -hmm. but everybody is able to come out and participate. I train everybody. I don't, I don't have a, a group of people that I work with more than anybody else. Right. Um, I train everybody and any event that I'm having, anybody and everybody is welcome to attend. Awesome. 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 Yes. Watch right. out for us in June. In June, sure we're having a fast conference. Okay. June is going to be our sassy conference and it's going to oh, be wow. the first in June. So we're going to have our first annual sassy conference in June where we're going to have vendors and we're going to have food and we're going to have guest speakers and panels um, about oh, wow. safety, awareness, mental health, substance abuse. We're going to have a bunch of stuff. So ladies and gentlemen, please uh, get prepared for our June event and I'll start broadcasting it really, really soon. Um, okay. So go ahead and save the date for the first weekend in June for our first annual um, sassy conference. Yeah, I'm going to have to bring you back before that happens in Absolutely. We'll have to talk about please, it. <laughs> please, please do. All right. So before you go, you know, um, yes. I always do this to all my guests. You know, um, it's a, it's an on the spot type situation, and okay. you you have a education background and a you know you have a weapons background. All these different genres build into one umbrella. Now, yeah. if it's a young lady out here that's about to embark on a, a small business or embarking something that she's unsure of, but she has a passion about, like yourself, what words yeah. would you give her to encourage her to continue with her passion? Do it. I tell people all the time, it's two little simple words. Just, I mean, do it. What happens if you fail? Um, you get back up and you just try something else. Or I tell ladies all the time, you know, your limit is the limit that you put on yourself. Um, I don't put limits on myself. I think mm -hmm. sometimes I might be crazy with some <laughs> of the ideas that I come up with, but don't limit yourself. Like, go ahead and do it. If it fails and it didn't work, maybe you didn't do something right, but you will never know if it's going to fail until you try. So just do it. Do it. Gotcha. Cool, yeah. cool, cool. I appreciate you. Hey, great talking to you. This is This has been Absolutely. awesome. You know, look, we've been, I've been sharing your stuff. We've been, you know, talking here and there. Yeah. And um, like yes. I said, keep up the great work. And I, I appreciate you coming out, sharing your knowledge this evening. And sure, um, I like you said, you know, looking forward to connecting with you. I need, yeah. I probably need some refresher courses myself. So, <laughs> so I'm definitely going to be reaching you. out to you. Like these, these fingers, they get kind of, they get kind of cricket. So I need a, need a refresher. <laughs> I got some for that too. Come on, we can work it out. <laughs> yeah, got you. But anyway, but thank you for until next time, you. people, this is your boy, Absolutely. The Real Charlemagne, Brick City. Don't forget to follow me on all platforms. Till next time, see you then.
Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.